serve the Lord Is it just for hair and skin Or to walk those mighty streets of gold And to hear the angels sing Is it just to drink from that fountain that never shall run dry? Or just to live forever, live forever and ever in that sweet old by and Living in a world of darkness, He came along and brought me the light. I was living in a world of darkness, He came along and brought me the light. And you may ask me why I serve the Lord. Is it just for hair and skin? mighty streets of gold and to hear the angels sing is it just to drink from that fountain oh, that never shall run
And Jesus came and brought us the light. Hallelujah, BMI. With great excitement and much expectation, why don't we all rise to our feet as we prepare to hear the word of God. Let us welcome the man of God, my father, your pastor, Pastor Chris. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What a blessing. Let's do one more worship song together, Franco. What can we sing? I need thee, oh, I need thee. Lord, every hour I need thee. Oh, bless me now. My Savior, I come to Thee. I need Thee, oh, I need Thee. And I need Thee, oh, Lord, I Sing 
sing the verse again, Franco. Jesus keeps me. Jesus keeps me near the cross. There a precious fountain free to all a healing stream flows from Calvary's mountain in the cross Thank you. Glory to God. I greet you all in the name of the Lord. We greet also our Facebook listeners, our radio listeners, and our overflow listeners. Amen. We have quite a number of listeners, and we want you also to be a listener right here in the tabernacle of the Lord. Glory to God. What a good day the Lord has given us. Beautiful sunshine day. It's the Lord's day and we will give praise and glory to His name. I first of all want to welcome everyone. If, you, if, you're, if you're here for the first time, you are especially welcome. We have had some visitors this morning that hasn't been here for long. I've actually sent a chat out to appeal to those that have stayed away longer than necessary to make an effort to come closer. Amen. And so we're glad if you are here. We're happy to see you. May the Lord bless you and may you receive the word of God to you. And may the enemy not steal the seed of the word of the Lord in your lives. We had a great day yesterday in this, our project with the community. And um, 
we thank all those who came to work. It, it, is, it has an everlasting, it has a, it has a lengthy effect on anything we have done. Sometimes you don't know the effect of the things you do. But it does have an effect. And then, to all those who helped, we say thank you. I spoke to the church this morning and I said to all those who did not come, we also thank you for the message that you sent us. Uh, because your absence can also be a message. Amen. And I taught them a little bit about good men. As I said, I was invited to uh, at Morgan's 21st yesterday. Who of you attended there? Yeah, Morgan had a 21st and invited a few people. And I realized as the time grew closer, I'm not going to make it because I'm so busy with some urgent things. But I sent a message to him via WhatsApp and I explained to him that I honor the invitation. But because of this and this reasons, it doesn't seem likely I can make it. But I'll, I'll, I'll meet you in the morning in the service and then Whatever I was going to say or give to you, I'll do it here. Amen. But as a sign of honor and respect, not just to stay away because your absence is a, is a message. It's not a WhatsApp message. It's not an SMS message. But it's a message. Your absence sends a message. Alright, so learn, learn, learn from your mistakes in life and learn especially when there's a good person like me that can help you. Glory to God. I needed to say this as Tashley was singing. I looked at her and I thought she's a good example for so many young girls in this church. Alright. She's been with us since she was a toddler. How old? 12 years old. And she's an example in the way she dresses, the way she carries herself. And we sometimes don't want to use people as examples, but we can quickly make a bad example. You see? So I think it's, it's, it, we should not be afraid to make a good example. She's a good example. So I want the young girls to consult her and ask her for advice. Are you here? And I'm very proud of her. Amen. May the Lord bless her future, whatever she puts her hand to. But she's a great example to the young girls in the church. Now I'm still looking for good young example boys, probably the brother. The mother's family has been blessed. I'm telling you, it's a great blessing if your father can say, Peter said to the man at the gate, look at me. Look at me. You see. I don't have silver and gold, but I can give you something. Look at me. Hallelujah. Can we say that? Can we, can we, can we use you? Can I ask permission to use you as a good example? Do you think I can tell the girls to look at you? It's a question. Many questions are there and they beg, and they beg for an answer. Yeah, but she is a wonderful. Clap, 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 clap. Let's, let's applaud. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And um, let's turn to the word of the Lord. Let's jump straight into it. I said a lot this morning. 
If you were on radio, you would have heard me say a lot of things. The radio is good because you can just put your phone on. And while you are dressing for this service, you can even listen to the first service. If that's if you are a church person. Amen. If you are a church person. Let's read together Psalm 33 verse 18. This is the service that we expect everyone to come with a Bible. And I guess you've done so. Amen. Pastor Lafoy always says, if you don't have a Bible, sit next to a Christian. And then the Christians get the fright when he says that because some of them also don't have Bibles. So they now start to wonder, am I really a Christian? <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible says, and I'm, I'm talking this morning, we are continuing on the theme, uh, fighting for blessings, fight to be blessed. And today we're talking about exemption, exemption from evil. Amen. God is going to, ex exemption means to escape, to escape. You are different. Everybody's in a certain way, but you are in a different way. Glory to God. So you are exempted. I believe it's a prophetic word to somebody that God is going to save you. God is coming to rescue you from many evils. But the word of God is true. It cannot be changed. It's also always conditional. In other words, you, I can't just preach and everybody say, wow, it's for me. No, 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 no. It gives you clearly what God expects of you and then what He promises you also. Wonderful. It says in the King James Version, Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear Him, upon them that hope in His mercy, to deliver their soul from death, and to keep them alive in famine. Glory to God. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. I read again, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear Him, upon them that hope in His mercy to deliver their soul from death and to keep them alive in famine. What a beautiful promise the Lord gives to His children. Amen? But on them that fear Him. Wow. When I was uh, inquiring of the church this morning, we brought Bibles, because I didn't say that to the 8.30 service. The request for Bibles was for the 9th, for the 10.30 service. But I realized I can't just treat my one, some of the children different to others. A good father tries to to balance things out. So I started to warn them like I've warned you before. I said, you must come with the Bible to church. Because I saw a lot of young people, they came and they sat nonchalantly. You know that word? Nonchalant. They sat with their trackers, they sat with their trackers, they so what, so what, so what, 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 what will they say? What, what will they say? That's nonchalant. I'm just explaining the word nonchalant. You said nonchalant. And I said, um, 
I said, look, you must have a Bible. But more than that, I said, don't be ashamed of the Bible. You see, this is where it boils down to. And I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on this text, the fear of the law. Because it's like the Bible, ident- if you see a man walking with a Bible down the street, it, it sends a message. Amen. A lot of stuff that we don't say, we're sending messages. Are you listening? In the years when we grew up, the people used to wear suits with very big bub ties, the tie. They didn't tie the tie yet. It was just about short here. And they had huge Bibles, very huge, heavy Bibles. And they were proud of their Bibles. They were proud to identify themselves as this real Christian was not ashamed to say that he's a Christian and he walked with the Bible as a message Amen some never carried lunch to work they carried the Bible to work because their food is to do the will of him who sent them but as the days have grown old and the love of many have grown cold we don't see young people carrying Bibles anymore But I was saying, and I'm saying again, you must decide whose side are you on. Because the Bible identifies you as a certain person. Oh, we know there are deceptions in life, you know, but at least, at least you need to get to the point where you, where you can say, look, clearly. Clearly. This is a different type of person. I was walking down, I know I was driving the other day. I hardly walk nowadays. I was driving down the street and as I took a turn, I met a young man who is a son of a friend of mine. I played football with his father and I remember once his father told me that he's so glad that the boy is back home because the boy was involved with the wrong friends and uh, now he sees the boy is back. He's trying to put his life together again. But I could see the, the boy was quite affected by the drugs, you know. You can see, it, it, it starts to affect your face. I don't know if you know. Your eyes can't look straight. You don't look, your eyes are not clear anymore. I think it starts to close a little bit, I don't know. Okay, Gijay. So I took the turn and... Uh, uh, <clears throat> He saw me and he, he was there the day his father told me about him. So he waved at me. And as I looked at him, I thought, Chah. I looked at him as he walked because I, in the mirror, I, 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 I looked at him and I realized that his walk identifies him with a certain group. Do you understand? And I also, I always wondered, I wonder about many things. I'm a thinker, if you didn't know. I'm a, I, th- I see then I think. It's called meditation. I see and I think. So I realized that he has a certain walk. And it's not a Christian's walk. Now it's a walk. I don't know what happens to people. But some people have this. When they, be, they join a certain group, then they don't walk normal. It's like suddenly the one arm doesn't swing anymore. 
I don't know. You. I, I just I thought about this. So I thought, why is it that this person else is walking? I just thought maybe one day somebody carried a, a, a knife here and then maybe I had to keep. But everybody that's part of this group is what? So I thought a normal person when he walks, he swings both his arms. Normal person will walk. I'm explaining something to you. Just wait, just listen. And then the, the pants, the pants that obviously I had on was, you know, those modern hanging jeans that the young people wear. And I also thought to myself, <laughs> that jean only fits people that have no bums. You know, if your bum is flat, then you can wear the jean that hangs here. But if you got the, if you fat, I don't think you can, because the, 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 the bend blocks the pants from falling down. I don't know how I can explain this thing. There's a bend here, it blocks, but if it's flat, then you can then you can have that style where you walk like this. <laughs> and you also had a cap on. But it was like a woolen cap. But it wasn't properly, it was like folded up. It just it's just a little and then it had a little. So it didn't serve the purpose. It's a woolen cap that you put on when it's cold. Like a beanie, so a beanie you pull over your face for the. But this was probably part of the design of the clothing. Just hanging like this. He was going somewhere. So I thought maybe he's still coming out of that lifestyle. Or maybe he's still in that lifestyle. Or maybe he's back to that lifestyle. He didn't say a word. I'm explaining from how I see him. And I said, look, the guy is not identifying with what it's like to be a child of God. He's not a Christian, but it's, I'm, I'm, I learned a lesson that even the way you look, it says you're on somebody's side. Whose side are you on? That's the question. Whose side are you on? You see, and in, 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 this, in the warf, spiritual warfare, Ron Canoli sang the song many years ago. I don't know what the name of the song is. Some warfare song. But in the song he says, there is either God's side or the devil's side. But there's no in-between. Like he called it a demilitarized zone. Is anybody hearing what I'm saying? You get military, military, but there's no demilitary. You're either fighting for God or against God. And so you identify. But I realized that when you fear God, you see, then you will want to identify. Then you, then, then you want to identify with God. When you fear God, you, 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 you're not really concerned that your father can't see you when you're alone. You, you're also not so much concerned that your mother can't see you 
or that your pastor can't see you or that your uncle who's always moaning and groaning at your bad behavior can't see you. No. When you fear God, you are concerned that God can see you. Whether you were alone, whether you're in a dark place, whether you were ever. Do you see? You start to fear God. And you, and you want to identify that you're on this side, on God's side. So, Identifying with a huge Bible is not, it's not, a, it's not an embarrassment for you. It's a joy for you. Identifying with the dress code. That's why I made mention of this girl's dress code. I said, look, look, you can see the decency. But some people make you wonder a little bit, you know, on whose side are you. This morning's message is all about God rescuing the his children, but now it, the, the scripture is too clear. Those who fear him. Are you with me? I don't want you shouting, jumping, hallelujah and amen. But then you don't fear God because then I'm not preaching the proper message to you. Do you understand? It's those who fear God. Those who, those who are not ashamed of God. The Bible is so clear. Jesus said, one day, if you're ashamed of me, one day I will be ashamed of you when I stand before the Father. Yeah. You say, oh Lord, me too. You say, I'm ashamed of you. Because you're not sure. You're not sure. I was talking about this in the meeting this morning. I said, the way our young girls and our boys dress nowadays. You're not sure. Oh, can you be sure? What side is this one on? Is he on God's side though? You're not sure. Are you with me? So yeah, that is. Don't say these are petty things. These are messages, messages you send by your dress code. You don't have to be half naked all the time on your pictures. You don't have to. No, no, no. You don't have to. Boys, you don't have to wear gangster clothes. Let them wear the clothes because they identify on that side. Why do you desire those things? Whose side are you on? It's a question I'm asking you. Which side are you on? We're not sure if we can trust you coming down the street. Even your walk has changed. Your one arm grew stiff suddenly. Your cap is not straight, it's hanging skew. But you think it's cool. Brother, if you read God's word, you see Daniel and the three wise boys, they were identifiable could say no no these men fear God when they were told to bow before the the, the the new statue that was made they said we won't do it we will not do it our God is able to deliver us hallelujah if there's something I'm always proud of is that I had a godly mother who feared God and she, she instilled that into us fear God don't worry that mommy can't see you. Don't worry that daddy can't see you. God sees you. Fear him. Respect him. Honor him. Hallelujah. And your life will be a life of a person who fears God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, look. I'm old enough to know that 
a gathering like this, you can't really tell because people dress in Sunday clothing, isn't it? Can't really tell. I watched a movie the other day with my wife. I can't remember the name of the movie, but sometimes we, the TV is on, but we watch, but we don't watch. We read books, we do. But this movie caught my attention. If somebody can tell me the name, I would really like it. It's about two policemen, but the young one is thinking the other one is a thief or some bad cop, you understand? Some old FBI agent that was coming to, they were cats, they were looking for a spy. A spy, some Arab terrorist or something. But as the movie goes on, this youngster is trying to, he, he kind of discovers that this guy is, is revenging He's revenging something that happened in his past. The old man is revenging something that happened in the past. So he wants to, he wants to kill this terrorist. It's not really for the government. It's for his revenge. The guy did something to his wife or something. Do you get it? But as the movie goes on, when he eventually catches the old man and says, Look, I know you're in this for, I've done my research. I've looked at, you are in this for revenge. This is, you know. Then the old man said to you, I know who you are. Then the old man revealed that he was a young boy when his parents were killed. The young boy. And then he was shipped here from Russia to America with an assignment that he must kill somebody. And he, 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 he was so camouflaged that he grew up in the American schools. He married an American girl. He had an American child. Everything was so American you would never know. This was a Russian spy. And he knew that all he had to do was to, his assignment was to kill this person. And when he kills him, he must return to Russia. So both of them were after the same person. You see, and the, it's a powerful movie then, then eventually it comes to the place where he, where he needs to kill and get on the plane and pack. Leave the child, leave the wife, leave the house, everything. It was just a, it was just a fast for the mission. And I realized, a spy, you can never tell. You can never tell. He's amongst us. He's here. But you never know. The question is, which side are you on? Are you on the Lord's side? Are you on God's side? Or you are deceiving us? You spy. Spicy. <laughs> I'm thinking that so much because you know we were busy with making these crosses in the garden these are dummy crosses for the real ones that's going to come soon but we needed to look at sizes and, and as we were eating these things Nailing these things here in the tent because it was raining. We don't stop work when it's raining. We always have some plan. So I told the boys, let's carry these things around. And as I was lifting up the cross, it was very awkward to carry because I didn't really want to put it over my shoulder like Jesus carried the cross. You know, for some reason, I don't know why. But then I realized, how do you carry this thing? The only way is to put the cross here and then, then you walk like this. Do you understand? Eish. 
And as I was carrying it around to the garden, I became emotional. I thought, oh my God, I'm carrying this cross, you see, where my Savior suffered and died. But it had meaning and emotionalism to me because it, it, it's not, my, my, my Christianity is not a fast. I'm not a spy. Although my mother brought me into this, my father reared me into this, I love God for myself now. They don't have to be around anymore. Hallelujah. I don't have to identify with my friends with bling bling big night shoes and gold chains. No, I don't need that. I'm not ashamed to say I'm not part of that world. I'm part of God's world. Amen. Hallelujah. And everything in my life must point to it. Glory to God. The fear of God. The fear of God. You want the blessings of the Lord? Then you need to, you need to identify so that the blessings can be on you. He says, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear Him. And He will rescue you. Hallelujah. He will rescue you. He will rescue Calamity is coming to this world in, it's almost like in waves. Don't ever have the mind that when COVID-19 is finished, there will be no more trouble. No, no, no. It's just a wave of trouble. More is coming. But the child of God who fears God, you will be rescued by God's great love and by His power. Can I have an amen? The eye of the Lord is upon them that fear Him. Glory to God. There is no demilitarizing. God. Now look, you can fool me. You can even fool the sister next to you. You can't fool God. He knows you. Amen. I said this morning, Bishop Dag once told me, he said, look, they asked a guy that had many girlfriends, slept with a hundred girls. They said, which of those girls would you want to marry? He said, not one of them. Because they were party girls, nightclub girls, and entertainment girls. He said, not one of them. So who, who, who do you want to be? I said, no, no, no. These girls who sleep with so easily with boys. No, it's not. He says, no, no, no real man wants to marry such a girl. All, all of us bad boys, we want a nice church girl to be our wives. Not to entertain and to sleep around is a different thing. But to become our wives, we're looking for a nice church girl who grew up in a decent home. I, I, in case the girls here think that trying to impress these men by being like them is going to make them want to marry you. They, they, they don't want you. They don't, they don't want the one who is pure and clean and nice. You see, even the world people deceive you. The world's people deceive you. Deception is all around, I'm telling you. I'm preaching to you to fear God. Fear God. Love God. Love God. Love God. The greatest of all the commandments, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, 
with all your strength, with all your mind. Love him. Amen. My mother's favorite chorus was, what a mighty God we serve. The angels bow before him. She had a holy reverence and a fear for God. She said, the angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. She didn't think God is a figment of imagination, a religious made thing. You know how atheists speak. They say, oh, religion is just a, something to keep people calm and calm their nerves. And no, 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 no. No, my God is real, people. Oi! My God is real. Amen? There are some things I may not know. There are some places in this world I may not go. But there's one thing I surely know. That my God is real. Because I can feel Him in my soul. Amen. Is God real to you? Do you love Him? Do you fear Him? Will you serve Him? Or you... You see, if if you don't have a reverence and a fear for God, it's when you will play puppet with God. <laughs> you think, ah, God won't, God won't mind. Ooh, God won't mind? God will surely mind. But to them that fear God, rescue is on its way. Hallelujah. Rescue is on its way. Now the Bible is full of God's rescue acts. And you'll see every time when God's children is in trouble, God comes to save them and God is coming to save you too we don't have to look far we can see it from Genesis when Noah was, was, was a righteous man in the eyes of God and God was sick of the flesh and the lust of the human race and he said I'm going to destroy all but one man one man fears me he found favor in my sight I will save him. I will exempt him from the destruction that is coming. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, it was not only Noah, his whole family, the seven of his family was also saved with him. But it's not that they were good people. They used last week's uh, message, hang on to a good person, associate with a blessed person, and the blessings of rescue can also come on you. Maybe you must tell God, you know, Pastor Chris, if, if the trouble comes, it, it, I'm not sure if it will help you. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. <laughs> Let me read it to you, Second Peter. Are you here or are you going home? Yes. Let me read it to you, Second Peter. 2 Peter 2 verse 5 Glory to God The world is full of trouble huh? Very very much full of trouble Poverty, disease Look around you Okay watch the news Then you will see Just trouble all over And you really need a rescue You need a spiritual Rambo Amen Somebody must be sent to save you in our days, our, 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 our movies was all about people who come to rescue. I think it's still today. But our actors are not the same. Our actors are old now. Chuck Norris and Rambo. Sylvester Stallone. 
Who's today that guy with the blessed cop? Stratum. Jason Stratum, who looks like Pastor Charlie, that guy. He's the new hero, isn't it? Instead of laboring for a blessing, you must be labor, labor to be exempted from evil. So labor to come close to God, fear God. Are you with me? What is one of the great blessings or benefits is God is going to rescue you from evil. Is anybody listening to me? Don't take the message lightly because evil is coming. Evil is all around actually. Poverty, disease, tragedy, war, famine. But God can save you like He saved Noah. Like He saved Lot. Yes, I read it to you because it's all here. He says, uh, NLT, 2 Peter, what? 5. God did not spare the ancient world for Noah and the seven others in his family, except for Noah. Exemption. That's what exemption means, that everybody's going to have the same punishment, but you, but not you, there's an exemption for you. There's an exemption for you, if you fear God. Is that wonderful? Isn't God a good God? God did not spare the world, but He except Noah. Hallelujah. Noah warned the world of righteous judgment, but they didn't listen. Ah, man, Noah, you know God will understand. We want to have fun a little bit, man. Not so much church, church, Noah. You know, I read the Bible the other day. I read the Bible a lot for myself, and I realized that I was just wondering because some people always have a, this point that why does God want to spoil our fun? You know, people love fun. And I saw that more than one occasion, God talks about parties. God is, I don't know, God doesn't like parties. God has his own party because there's going to be a marriage feast of the Lamb in heaven. But somehow God doesn't like worldly parties. I, I, in Noah's day and then in Peter he also warns about people with revelries and parties and then God will judge them hey, I thought God is not interested in this party thing uh, it's my thoughts I meditate when I read the Bible I wonder why God doesn't like parties but Jesus liked to bribe fish and bread amen but I think it's the, it's the revelries, the wine, the sin, the alcohol and all the drugs that goes with these parties. Isn't that so? Yeah. And innocent girls get taken to these places. And from there, when the father of sin introduces you, you are finished. Hey. You know who's the father of sin? Or the mother of sin? The one who first introduces you. One day my wife... Uh, showed me a picture that somebody sent me. It's a friend of mine who died. It's the same age. We were in school together. And I said to my wife, this guy who died is the father of sin. She said, what do you mean? I said, I used to go to his house to watch movies because they were the first people who had video machines. We never had a video machine, but I loved movies. <laughs> and one day he put in a pornographic movie. Ah! Yeah, I... I almost died because I, I, it's the first time I saw a naked woman. You see, but for him it was like normal. He, he, he knew where his father was hiding the pornographic movie. Innocent young boy like me now. 
Somebody always introduces you to sin. You never knew it. Who gave you your first cigarette? That's the father of sin, the mother of sin in your life. Don't sit so dead like you don't know what I'm talking about. You're supposed to be in the overflow. There you can sleep. But yeah, it's supposed to be because of the video you're supposed to be. Did you, do you know a mother of sin or a father of sin? Just think about it. Think about it while I'm preaching. Think about it. Think about it. Somebody introduces you to sin. May God deliver you if you are a father of sin. And you are a mother of sin. I don't know why I'm preaching so hard against these evils. I think it's irritating me. The lukewarmness of the Christian church. We can't be lukewarm. We must serve the Lord with power and with passion. Hallelujah. Don't be ashamed. I am not ashamed of the gospel. I gave you that song but you never learned it. I am not ashamed of, of empty or somebody. I am not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power of God unto salvation. Huh? Hallelujah. God rescued Noah. God protected Noah when he destroyed the world. Verse 6 please, quickly. Later God condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. But another rescue act. Lot was taken out. Praise God. And remember Lot, not that he was too righteous, but his, his connection with Abram brought some righteousness to him. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yes, he, he made them example. God, listen to this verse, right? Later God condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. It's a party city, the open party. I don't even cake, if cake, veki, my party is a dying. Priak, what a priak, man. He turned them into heaps of ashes. He made them an example of what will happen to ungodly people. Go to verse 7. But he rescued Lot. Glory to God. Out of Sodom because he was a righteous man. He was sick of all the shameful immorality of the wicked people around him. Oh, Lot was a good man. I think the wife was the bad one. Remember she turned around and still looked at, Oh, I'm going to miss this wonderful city where we were, we were doing Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Uh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Say Jerusalem, so I hear much strong for the vein. He rescued him from the wicked people around him. This is the message of the Bible. It's New Testament I'm reading. Second Peter. God is going to rescue the blessed people. Fight to be blessed because when evil comes, when there's no jobs for people, somehow you will be exempted and you will have work. When retrenchment comes, somehow God will save you from retrenchment. I'm talking about the power of a blessing on your life. Maybe they'll retrench you by mistake. They'll phone you say, no, sorry, you must come back again. Happened to three of my people in the church here. Yeah. A disease will come. 
COVID and what other diseases, but you will be exempted from it. Death will come suddenly, but you will be exempted from it. Ah, tragedy. You know what's tragedy? I mean, what, do you, what, what does it profit you if you have the whole world, but you suffer the loss of your soul? You can have a big double story house with cars and a tragedy struck and your wife is gone, your children is gone. What, what is the worth of all this? God can save you from tragedy. Tragedy will hurt and pain your life forever. You will, you will not want to think about your money when a tragedy comes. Pray God against a tragedy. I was telling them, I was, I was joking with them earlier and I said that uh, I knocked the dog early in the week. I was on my way home and I was towing, towing down the road and this dog, this is, a, you know what's a pavement special? It's not, you can't say it's an Alsatian or a Doberman, it's mixed with many mixes. His, his mother and father is not a real dog, so I don't know, but it's a, and he came suddenly. I knocked him. I knew that I hope there's no damage but when I got out of my car I saw big damage all this and he was lying in the street and I thought oh shame let me go and take him out because it's a tragic accident but to my surprise this dog he's a deaf dog he got up shaked himself loose he did a macarena and then he just moved on I say, hey, who's going to pay for this? He say, go on, man. I didn't see him. It happened so quick and I realized immediately, this is how tragedy comes. You're thinking everything is okay. You're going home safely. And suddenly, there's a problem in front of you. But God says, going to rescue you from such calamities I'm going to save you from such calamities that's when the blessing is on you that's when the blessing is on you when I finished my four years at university that time there was a big problem in the education department and we were, we were school teachers so they said oh there, there won't be work for you guys because there's an issue maybe work well two three years or many of the people who finished studies with me, they never went into education. They went into some other jobs and, because there was no education. But as for me, I was exempted from that thing. I walked straight into education. Straight after university. I was still having holiday. It's my father-in-law who told me this. He said, it's the 1st of January today. I said, what does that mean? He says, your, 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 pay, your pay is starting to roll from today. But I said, I only go to school on the 14th of January. He said, no, but the government workers, you are, you are getting paid from the 1st of January. Forbid for doing what? For being on holiday. You know you get paid for being on holiday if you work for the government. But God exempted me from having to wait like others had to wait. Oh, you don't believe me. But the Bible says, those who fear Him, there will be an exemption from danger. There'll be exemption from darkness. There'll be an exemption from disease. Isaiah 60 verse 1, quickly turn there. Look at this wonderful scripture. Isaiah 60 verse 1. Arise Jerusalem, 
in the, in, in the King James. Arise and shine for thy light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Now listen to the next verse. Verse 2. Darkness will cover the earth. And gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee. And his glory shall be seen upon thee. Only you. You might want to move out of Delph. Move out of Belha. Because the places are dangerous. And it's not the same. All over darkness is over, all over the whole earth. You can even move to rich places. The scholars will still get you there. You see, they even kill people who live on farms alone, isolated places. Like the darkness is over the whole earth. But the Lord shall arise upon thee. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. And many, don't be jealous. You see, don't be jealous if you see why some people exempted from all these things. The blessing of the Lord is upon some, some people's lives. And you can also have it. Fight rather to have the exemption from evil than to have money and riches because tragedy can remove everything in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. You have nothing left. But if you have God's blessing, you can escape all many evils, many diseases. Glory to God. Are you still around? Are you with me? Why is it so important? It is very important. Because God will extract the godly from so many temptations. Hallelujah. His arm is not too short that he cannot reach out to you. He will deliver you. And he will save you. Have you been saved by God before? He will do it again and again and again. He will exempt you. You will be blessed with the blessing of exemption. That's the message. The blessing of exemption. What does it mean, Pastor? It happened to everybody, but not me. I must be a darling boy. I must be a darling girl. Might be said of you, you are a darling boy and a darling girl. You are a favorite of God. Hallelujah. Because those who fear the Lord, they shall escape danger. They shall escape tragedy. Let me close. Last verse. Turn foot with me, please. To Psalm 91 verse 7 Psalm 91 verse 7 <laughs> Glory to God It says a thousand shall fall at your side Ten thousand at your right hand But it won't come near to you Only with your eyes Will you behold and see The reward of the wicked people Because you Have made the Lord which is your refuge the most high God, your habitation. And there shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. I'm prophesying over you. You see, what happens here is that this scripture is probably the best to explain exemption. A thousand will fall at your right and another thousand on your right, left hand, but it won't happen to you. Amen. And that is the blessing of exemption. Receive blessings of exemption in your life in the name of Jesus and be delivered from evil that happens to many, many, many thousands of people. Proverbs 11:20. 20. 
They that are of a froward heart, let's read it in the NLT rather. NLT. The Lord detests people with crooked hearts. You see, it's not my preaching, it's the Bible. Get angry with God. Get angry with the writers of the Bible. Don't be angry with me. The Lord detests people with crooked hearts, but He delights in those with integrity. Now go to verse 21. Evil people will surely be punished, but the children of God will be set free. Now I had to first establish what is a child of God when I started preaching, lest we all just think, oh, that means us, that means us. No, no, no. Them that fear God. Them that fear God. Do you come before His presence with singing? Do you enter His courts with praise? Hey! Then you can declare the God of Israel, He doesn't slumber nor sleep. He shall not let you knock your foot against a stone. Hey! The sun will not smite you by day. The moon will not smite you in the night. The Lord is your keeper. Hallelujah. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. You will be exempted from evil. <clears throat> Others will die early, but God will say, it's not your time now. <clears throat> and even when you die, listen. You must go to hell. That's where we all should go. But another exemption even comes after death. The blood of Jesus is an exemption on you because when, when the blood is seen on you, then you are exempted from hellfire and you are taken to paradise. Glory to God. Proverbs 11:20. 20. That's the scripture. And how can we be made righteous? Because we are all evil. We are made righteous by the precious blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. What will all the wealth be that we have accomplished if we are not born again? What will it mean? What shall it profit a man if he builds a triple story but he, he, he loses his own soul? You will be exempted from losing your soul. God is saving you, rescuing you. Spiritual Rambos is coming to help you. Spiritual Chuck Norris is saving you from death. COVID-19 won't kill you. I'm talking about those who fear the Lord. There's an exemption, a deliverance, a deliverance. Receive deliverance and you will be delivered. I started in the ministry, this one, about 17 years ago. Others started also with me. But it looks like some ministries just closed down. It's like we couldn't continue. And I, and I realized the hand of the Lord it's nothing to do with yourself. It's, a, it's an invisible something. It's, a, it's called the blessing of God. When it's on you, then whatever happens to others, it's like the normal cycle of things. We all start this, but this can't go on. But, but I'm still continuing by God's grace. And I've long I plan to continue if the Lord spares me, if the Lord wills. Hallelujah. I haven't come this far to turn back now. Glory to God. I can see the salvation of the Lord and I press on towards the price of the upward call. 
Because many times when others were really going through destruction and this and, and, and terrible challenges, I felt somebody coming to extract me from the danger. Yeah. Last night, I don't know what channel it was on. My wife was flicking through the channels and the one channel came, Rambo part one, part two and part... You know sometimes they have this movies, they throw all parts after each other. It's Rambo one, two, three... I said, hey, stop there! That move, that one! She says, we've watched all this before. I said, I know. But it's good to watch it again. And I won the argument and Rambo 2 was playing. And Rambo was sent to rescue uh, soldiers that were kept in prison camps for many years. And God is sending spiritual Rambos to rescue. Listen here, when you get into the day of your darkest trouble, but you fear God, He's not going to leave you there. If Americans can send their soldiers to rescue their prisoners of war, why do you think God can't even send his, his Rambos to rescue you? Amen? You'll be rescued. You don't have to, if you fear God with the reverence, you don't have to fear the calamity that's coming on the world. And it's the last day, so dark times are coming. But God promises those that fear Him. He has a rescue plan in place for you. A spiritual helicopter is on its way to come and take you out. You will not go under. The blessing of the Lord will make you come up. You see, when Joseph's brothers forced him into that pit, they thought it was finished. He was finished. They went and lied to the father. They said, animals ate him up. Actually, when they came back, if you tell your father your brother is dead, but you lie, you must must now cry to make your father really believe, isn't it? Because the father would have said, but you then all laughing, why do you say your brother is dead? They, they had to cry like he was really dead. You know, they all worked it together, 11 of them. Do you know that 11 people can lie together? <clears throat> you know, people can agree that Komos lich for pastor. They say so, so. And the, the brothers came crying. The father believed their lies. They said an animal tore Joseph. Uh, but they had sold him to a slave trader. That eventually took him to Potiphar's house. Wow. But just the, just the, 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 the pretense of those brothers crying at the father's house. <laughs> Church members. Can it be that people can pretend with tears? I think when they left the tent, they said, okay, Magno, Magno, no, now you can clear your eyes. The Father, the Father has believed your lies. The Father has believed your lies. Those who pretend. And they thought he was finished. But you see, he's one of God's great examples of a blessed man, Joseph. From that prison, from that pit, he was in darkness. No, he wasn't dead. Even, even in, in, in slavery, the blessing of God elevated him. He didn't do work as a normal slave. He was, he was, he was promoted to the head of Potiphar's house. I see promotion will be part of your life if the blessing of God is on you. Are you with me? Why spend so many weeks teaching on the blessing? If I can leave you 
as someone that has discovered how to get God's blessing, I don't need to do anything for you anymore because God's hand will be upon you wherever you go. When you are down, He will lift you up. When you are weak, He will make you strong. When they think you are poor, you will recover and you will become prosperous. That's when the blessing of God is on your life. The same Joseph who was a slave came second in command of Egypt and had the wealth of Egypt at his command. God is not a respecter of person. What he did for Joseph is something to do for you. Don't play games with God, family. Serve him. Love him. Mean it. Be serious with him. Identify with God. When I see you coming down the street, don't let me think twice. Who's this? Aram Swairani? No, 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 no. It must be clear to see. It must be clear to see. There's an old hymn that I like to sing. It's, it's called, It's Different Now. It's Different Now. I once was lost in sin. I had no peace within. You don't know it, so don't worry to play. But you can try. To save my weary soul, I knew not how. But Jesus came to me And by His grace I'm free Now It's different Oh So different now I went to church one day To hear them sing and pray But the preacher finally applied The gospel crown he said you must repent And down the aisle I went Now It's different So different now It's different now Since Jesus saved my soul It's different now since by his blood I'm whole Satan had to flee When Jesus rescued me Now It's different Oh So different now By your head and pray Whose side are you on? If you fear God, He will send His rescue agents to save you. Fight for the blessing of exemption. You will de be delivered from evil, always. When others are going under, you will reach the top. When others are not progressing in life, you will move forward. When poverty befalls the world and darkness covers the earth, the glory of the Lord will rise upon you. When you are cast into the pit to be destroyed because of the jealousy of your brothers, the Lord will arise upon you. His glory will be seen and you shall overcome. 
when tragedy strikes, God will save you from the wickedness of this world. Like Noah and like Lot, exemption is coming for you. Exemption is coming for you. It's different now. Since Jesus saved my soul. Oh, it's different now. Because by His blood I'm whole. Satan had to flee. Because Jesus rescued me. Now, it's different. Oh, so different now. If you want me to pray for you, you say, Pastor Chris, I don't know. I, want, I, don't, I, I don't want to have any ambiguity and clearness which side I am on. I want to be on the Lord's side. Maybe you're not born again. Maybe you're not saved. You need to come over to God's side. Because there's a many spiritual blessings to them that belong to God. And one of it is exemption from evil. Exemption from evil. The blessing of exemption will be yours. Others going down, you will go up. Others go backward, you will go forward. Believe me, brother. Believe me, sister. I'm a living testimony of the goodness of God to them that fear Him. Malachi 3 said, You will see the difference between those who fear the Lord and those who fear Him not. You'll see it. It's not that we say, maybe it will happen, maybe. No, no, it, you will see it. You will see it. If you say, Pastor, pray for me. Put up your hand. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Maybe you want to come to this place where you say, the blessing of God is on me and I'm exempted from evil. I want to step over to the other side. Father, I pray for the hands that are reaching out to you. You have been good to me, Lord. You have blessed me not because I deserved it, but because of your unmerited favor, your grace. And I pray that that grace will be extended to the listeners here this morning. To those listening by Facebook and all those listening by radio, that the grace and the favor of exemption from evil will come on all of us. The world is a dark place, Lord. Many evils bewait us as we exit this tent. But if your hand can be upon us, we will escape it all. We will escape it all. We are tired of playing games. We want to, we want to really be connected and close and love you and not be ashamed to send the message that we belong to Christ. We are not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God of salvation, unto salvation, to all of them that believe. Now be with them and touch their hearts as they heard, as they've listened to me. May the seed that I now sowed in their hearts not be stolen. And even if it's stolen, Lord, may they put it back again. May they put it back again. God is in the business of saving them, delivering them. In Jesus' name.
Amen. Praise the Lord. It's offering time. It's tithing time. So all the tithers can stand. All the tithers can stand. Glory to God. If you have a tithe, then they will come around to collect it. You may go, collect the tithe. you to continue to inform family and friends that those who don't attend churches, they, if they have data, they can tune into Facebook or even help your family to connect to BMI Radio. It will be a blessing for them. Amen. You see now, I give like instructions like this and some of you don't take it. You are the ones that must be careful because I'm preaching a lot and I, if the preaching doesn't change you, uh, Let's ask God for more mercy because I don't know how long God's mercy will be available. Amen. When an instruction comes, you must obey the instruction. It's very important. It shows your obedience. If you have an offering, it's after you've tithed, the money you give is called offering. Anybody has an offering stand and they will come to serve you. You can bless the Lord with your offering. Go now. We want to appeal to all of you to continue giving to the building fund. It looks like it's this month of September that we will have to make a very important decision on the steel structure. We have, because we did not buy in February, we were shocked that the prices has shot up by more than a hundred thousand rand for steel. So, but we couldn't take the risk to give the money and not know what's going to happen to the companies while it was COVID. So we decided not to buy. So we are some, in, in a war you get wins, but you get setbacks. So we've got a bit of a setback and we're trusting God for a miracle. Uh, but we've been warned of more price increases. So we have to buy now and secure the steel. So it looks like that will be done in September this month. But I need everybody to continue to give to the building the steel is the big and most expensive part, but we almost have all the money. But we just need a little bit more push. So give if God lays it on your heart. Give your thousand. Give your and every month. Give just continue to give. Eventually you will see here it is, and then you will benefit greatly by adding your hand to building a house for God. The Bible says of David because he had it in his heart. God didn't allow him to build a house. He let Solomon build it. His son. But God said, because it was in your heart to help and you also gave to the work, I will build you a house and I will even establish your throne for many generations. 
that's what God will do for all of us. So help, help to put, to, to, for us to put up this great house. It's going to just be a whole different level for everybody. I see it. Amen. We've put up the pegs where the house is going to be. So you can take a walk and, and start to imagine you are inside the church. You can never have anything if you can't dream about it. That's how my life is. I dream about things and eventually they come. And I work as if they are there. Walk, walk and see. Oh, you can even try to chase one another. You, you won't catch one another. It's too big. And the enemy doesn't want us to do big things. He always wants us to be small, small things. He says we are insignificant, small colored people, black people. No, no, it's a lie. We will not settle for that lie. We are going to build a big temple for the Lord. Amen. A sanctuary, a mega church. The mega church is coming. Hallelujah. If you made a pledge towards um, the Pro 100, what's it called? Uh, Project 100. Please give your pledge. We need every cent. And even beyond that, continue. To, if you have a lot of money, don't be afraid. Give us a hundred thousand. I, one thing I've learned from the pastors that were building churches in the past because I always consult people who have, that have done things that I must still do that's a wise thing to do go to people that have already done it and they said the greatest surprise to them was the people who gave for the project they were thinking it was this great guy with a nice car and the nice hair and the, but it wasn't them it was the poorest of the poorest lady they didn't know had a lot of money in the bank hey! so I don't know who I'm talking to Look at your neighbor. You don't know who you're sitting next to. You do not know. Yeah. Somebody might have millions here. If you have, please help us. We need the money to put. All our money is going into the church. But God bless you. It's going to come soon. Amen. Right. Receive the, sit down and receive the blessing. Because as Pastor Robin will enter, he will tell you how to exit and then you are free to go to the garden. The garden is not yet ready, but it, by next week, we'll be able to go onto the lawns and stuff. But, and then the crosses will come very soon. And then it will look nice. We are now in September. We're going to ask for more plants, if you can bring. Because we want to really focus on that. We focus on other things. Now we're going to make it look very colorful for your weddings and your tea parties. Amen. How many of you have donated towards the garden before? Yes. So enjoy it. You are part of it. Next week you can come sit on the lawn. Bring your little blankie. Amen. Father, we thank you for the service. Bless everyone who attended. Make their hearts faithful. Make their hearts turn to you. Thank you for what you have given us today. The bread of life. The teaching. I want to be exempted from evil. Save me, Lord. Save me. May your blessing be upon my, my, my head and the head of everyone listening to me. And now I bless them with the Aaron and the priestly blessing. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you. The Lord lift up his countenance towards you. And the Lord be gracious to you. And the Lord give you peace. In Jesus' name.